The FBI's Transformation From National Police to Domestic Spy Agency Part 1 Disruption A Florida FBI agent blows the whistle on a bureau that stopped worrying about making cases, shifting resources to a vast new mission Domestic Spying Without Predicate Part 1 of a series. Late on an October morning, in a quiet neighborhood near Daytona Beach, Florida, FBI agent Steve Friend sits in his kitchen, fidgeting. He's a wiry, energetic man, built like a marathoner, not muscled up but exuding fitness, not a sitter. This is not a person meant for desk work, much less staying home all day. But as a whistleblower whose name has been all over media after a complaint about statistical manipulation and other problems in the January 6th investigations, this will be his lot for a while. By that morning, the first rush of news stories about Friend's case already passed. CNN and MSNBC demonized him. Fox hailed him as a hero, but the furor was beginning to die down. What a whistleblower talks about in this inevitable moment will say a lot about his or her motivation. Looking out a window into the stillness of his suburban neighborhood, Friend shook his head. I love my job, he said, sighing. I was living my best life as an FBI agent. I was coming home every day, and my kids were my biggest fan club. Like, Daddy, did you put the bad guy in jail? And I thought, man, this is it. It's not the tone of a disgruntled malcontent, but someone who has made a reluctant journey to whistleblower status, beginning with a whirlwind series of events that brought him and his family out of the Midwest to North Florida less than two years ago. He worked a child pornography detail before being transferred to the assignment that would upend his life, investigating J6. The FBI not only took Friend off vital work chasing child predators to pursue questionable investigations of people maybe connected with the Capitol riots, often in some misdemeanor fashion, they used dubious bureaucratic methods he felt put him in an impossible spot. Essentially, the FBI made Friend a supervisory agent in cases actually being run by the Washington field office, a trick replicated across the country that made domestic terrorism numbers appear to balloon overnight. Instead of one investigation run out of Washington, the Bureau now had hundreds of terrorism cases opening in every field office in the country. As a way to manipulate statistics, it was ingenious, but Friend could see it was also trouble. As a member of a dying breed of agent raised to focus on making cases and securing convictions, Friend knew putting him nominally in charge of a case he wasn't really running was a gift to any good defense attorney, should a J6 case ever get to trial. They're going to see my name as being the case agent, yet not a single document has my name as doing any work, Friend says. Now a defense lawyer can say, hey, the case agent for this case didn't perform any work. Labeling the case this way would be a big hit to our prosecution. Friend ended up refusing the arrangement, which led to his suspension. He followed procedure, making protected disclosures to superiors and the FBI's Office of Special Counsel, OSG. He then reported his suspension to the Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson and whistleblower-whisperer Chuck Grassley of Iowa. They sent a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland, detailing Friend's procedural objections, including that agents are being required to perform investigative actions they would not otherwise pursue, at the direction of the Washington Field Office, WFO. When Friend first complained to his assistant special agents in charge, ASACs, the FBI is an acronym hell worse than the military, he told them, with regard to J6 suspects, I'm not a Trump voter. I'm not sympathetic to those people. The message didn't get through, however, and leaks from the Bureau have almost universally painted him as an insubordinate MAGA conspiracist. 
In fact, most of the press friend attracted reduced his story to a referendum on the Capitol riots, as if his only complaint was being asked to investigate J6 at all. Big guns were brought out to sell the idea. Former FBI Assistant Director for Counterintelligence turned talking head Frank Figluzzi blasted friend on MSNBC as a self-styled FBI whistleblower. Figluzzi, a lawyer, should know better. Friend made protected disclosures by the book and is legally a whistleblower, implying he simply didn't follow valid orders, instead running to Trump-loving congressmen to complain. But Friend's complaint is only partially about J6. His concerns began in his first days in Quantico and continued across years of watching the Bureau collect intelligence or open cases for non-operational reasons. Whether they involve J6 or not, a consistent theme of his stories is the FBI using its authority to disrupt or intimidate targets as an end in itself, as opposed to collecting evidence with the aim of prosecuting. Thanks for listening to the free version of this article. To hear the full version and for more articles and content, please subscribe at taibi.substack.com.